on, but you have to respect yourself and your own comfort mm. level. You don't owe anybody anything just because it's Christmas or Hanukkah mm. or New Year's, you know? Those are just, the. it's equivalent to saying, I have to do it because it's mom or I have to do it right. because this person with the title and the label. Mm-hmm. And it's not... It's not a reason to sacrifice your boundaries. If your comfort level is it's none of their freaking business, then you're going in with the intention of knowing if they ask me about this topic, this is my, I call it an exit strategy when I'm working Mm. with clients. This is my exit strategy. These are the words that I'm going to say, and this is how I'm going to approach these kinds Mm. of conversations. Welcome to another episode of the On Call Empath with uh, all you guys wondering about uh, one episode with Amy Fiedler. I decided to bring her back with all the popular demand. She's a life coach and she helps people with uh, regulate their emotions, the boundaries, uh, helping stop people pleasing and much, much more. She's one of my favorite guests to be on my podcast. Amy, how are you doing? I'm well. Thank you so much for having me back. Yes. And uh, whenever I have you back, it just seems like a lot of people tune in, especially the empaths. Um, One of the things that I'm getting nowadays is, you know, so much stress with the pandemic and everything going around the world. Um, it seems to be pretty hard for a lot of us. Um, but yeah, I've been watching a lot of your stuff on, uh, Instagram and, um, (laughs) you don't like the cold, but you like the snow. How does that work? (laughs) I don't know. I I have yet to figure that one out. I love four seasons, but I (laughs) I do not do well in cold weather. No. I see you in a warm place with palm trees for some reason. And then I'm like, wait a minute, she's on the East coast and she's eating pickles out of a jar. So, and she's singing in a car. And what is that all about? You're, (laughs) you're singing out of a car and getting uh, flagged uh, for stealing music or something. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, and and Facebook will like flag your post and like take it down. (laughs) You use music that you don't have the rights to. So it just, used to claim on a on a video I had from 2016. Oh God. I hate when that happens. I when I usually play guitar, like I'll play a song and then it'll be flagged by somebody in a, in other in another country that, you know, and it's like, okay, you can't play that music. I'm like, I wasn't even singing it. I was just playing it on my guitar. But I feel your pain. But anyways going into the holidays, there's just so much going on with, you know, visiting your toxic family members, uh, going to, you know, Thanksgiving holiday, you know, uh, Christmas, you know, all this stuff, we've come to a point with this pandemic, everyone's kind of like on edge. So I wanted to bring you on and kind of get your take like, okay, you're going to go see your family and then you're going to have, you know, somebody that's maybe a narcissist, maybe somebody that irritates you that is going to pry and try to ask you questions and, you know, cross your boundaries and how come you're not married yet? And why have you done this yet? So I wanted to bring you on and and ask you exactly how you actually deal with that. 
Well, I, I think lucky for a lot of people this year, you might be able to to get out of not going to the to the holiday gatherings. You know, there's a lot of places that have gone back on on kind of lockdown, right? Uh, but if you are going to see family members or be around anybody that is difficult or, or challenging to some degree for you to be around or communicate with. I always tell people you got to go into these difficult interactions being really mindful of how that person usually behaves or communicates with you mm-hmm. and how you react or respond to it, mm-hmm. you know? So being mindful of that will allow you to go in and be really intentional about establishing boundaries beforehand so you know what you're available for and what you might need to communicate in those interactions so that you don't get trapped going down, you know, a a negative Mm -hmm. spiral where you're anxious or you're people pleasing or you're uncomfortable and you want to leave, but you just got there. Right. That's the thing. You don't really have like, especially if you're visiting family out of state or just, just going to their you know, their house for dinner. It's not like you could just get up and leave and uh, that just show, you know, gives a little bit more leverage to whoever's like kind of pushing your buttons. I know that a lot of the empaths that have been tuning in saying that they're dreading that um, and especially going to, you know, big family gatherings. But again, with everything going on with the pandemic, it's probably I mean, I don't know how different it's going to be this year. I know California has big shutdowns where you can have limited number of people. It's bad and COVID is growing and it's spreading, but, um, you know, it's just we got to make the best out of it. Um, so as far as like, you know, obligations to buy people gifts that you don't like and the Black Friday BS, um, I don't partake in that. I just and thankfully, like I didn't go to any stores or nothing like that. But what is your take on that? Do you participate? Do you? I mean, does that do anything for you? Like when you go to Black Friday and you shop online and with all that craze? You know what? Here, here's the thing. I'm, I'm laughing as you say buying gifts for other people because I've got a whole <laughs> thing about that just around the holidays or even birthdays. My personal, and this is personal, but I, uh, I don't like obligation in mm. general mainly because I grew up in an environment where I was really controlled and kind of obligated to do things I didn't want to do. So the idea of being obligated to buy people gifts just because it's like a holiday or it's a specific day, like their birthday, I cringe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so that thing in general kind of like hangs over my head around the holidays because I, I have a difficult time uh, wanting to give to people when I don't feel like maybe there's been an even exchange throughout mm-hmm. the year. Uh, in terms of of like Black Friday stuff, I, that's that coincides with that whole obligation feeling. It, it's pressure, right? There's mm-hmm. one day they're running these big sales and you <laughs> almost feel pressure and, and to, to force yourself to shop for things that you might not be ready to shop for. Right. You know, and, and for me, I look at spending money as investing, like I'm investing 
in something of value, whether that's a gift for somebody else or something that's going to bring value to my life. And unless I'm in a mindset where I want to invest in something, I won't spend money. So I will skip, you know, those sales and things like that, unless there's something that really jumps out at me and I have been waiting to buy it. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's a price where I'm like, oh, yes, finally. Right. But other than that, the, 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 the obligation aspect and the pressure and the force, mm-hmm. that doesn't make it an, even, an easy, you know, uh, an easy thing to want to invest mm-hmm. your time or energy into. How do you deal with these super fake people that they don't even check up on you the whole year, but then they want to be your best friend as soon as, like, they see you? That That really gets me like really angry, like really rageful because it's like you haven't checked up on me all year and now you you want to be my best friend and get my number and find out who, uh, you know, how I'm dating and um, what I'm doing, wh- what kind of work I'm doing. And I don't like small talk with like for people that I know they're just asking to ask. Yeah, because those are disingenuous relationships. You know, I I actually on that on that note, I have a whole discussion with my mom every Christmas because she wants to do a family Christmas card and put all of the kids on it, even though we're all adults (laughs) and we're all in our 30s and we all have our own lives. And it's and for me, it makes me uncomfortable because I know my relationship with my mom and a lot of it is her talking to other people about her children because she doesn't always feel like she's got too much going on for herself. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's really um, exploiting other people's lives and a violation of my own personal boundaries to a degree because mm-hmm. I'm not interacting with those people one-on-one. I don't think it's any of their damn business what goes on in my life mm-hmm. and and what I'm up to, they don't need a summary. They can reach out to me directly. Mm-hmm. So I actually last year opted out of the, it, it, it turned into a thing, but I opted uh, out of being part of the Christmas card. <laughs> oh my gosh. I stood my ground and I honored my boundary, which mm-hmm. was, you know, I have my own life and I don't feel comfortable being on a card when I'm at, at this age at the time I was 35 Mm-hmm. And and I have my own things going on. If I want to send out a Christmas card of myself and my dog at the time, then I will. Otherwise, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, you, right. you want to steal an image of me, prepare. I might do <laughs> you for my name and likeness. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, I think people need to realize that it is picking our battles really us respecting ourselves in the end. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes this year it it was too much energy for me to have to stand my ground with her. So I was just like, whatever. And I handed her a headshot like I would hand to you for an mm-hmm. interview and right. said, pick one. But you have to respect yourself and your own comfort mm-hmm. level. You don't owe anybody anything just because it's Christmas or Hanukkah mm. or New Year's. You know, those are just the it's equivalent to saying I have to do it because it's mom or I have to do it right this person with the title and the label mm-hmm. it's not it's not a reason to sacrifice your boundaries yes and I love that and I want to point that out to all the listeners I know I, I've spoke to a lot of the empaths 
obligation seems to be coming up all the time. It's your mom's friend, your dad's friend, or your best friend's friend, and you have you want to make a good impression. But my question is, why do you even have to? I mean, why do you have to play that game? Can't you just say, look, I, I mean, obviously, if you're at a dinner and it's Christmas and you know, there are friends of your mom's, you don't want to be rude. But there is a way to do it, Amy, and you do it really well, the way you, you come across to put down those boundaries without coming off as somebody that's like, oh, she's stuck up or she's like, there's something wrong with her. I mean, that's what I get a lot where if I don't want to speak to somebody and they'll use my friend or family, be like, oh, I I, I talked to your, your friend uh, or I know your dad and, and, and it's like, yeah, but you don't know me. Like right. you're asking me a personal question because you think it's okay. It's not okay. And and I just want to ask you, like, how do you m- get that, that line in the sand where you don't want to, like, kind of go over it, but you want to set your boundaries to a way where they don't feel offended or rude or they don't go tell, hey, what's wrong with your friend? How do you kind of gauge that where you kind of hold back, but you, you let them know, look, I'm not... I'm not going to play your your game or you know your head games. Sure, sure. That's a that's a really great question. And honestly, I, I do do it a lot, <laughs> uh, especially in in work, right? In business, online, I'll get a lot of DMs from people, and I have boundaries there in terms of what I'll be available for answering in a DM versus having an actual session where they're paying for my time. Uh, The goal is to speak directly in the direction that you want to go. So, you know, I'll I'll get, I'll use that as an example. Somebody will unload paragraphs into my DM with like a million and one details and questions, (laughs) you know, verbal vomited into the, into the thing. And I'll, I'll read it or skim it depending on how long it is. Mm And I already know my boundary going in. And that's what I was saying earlier. Like, I already know the boundaries that I hold when it comes to DMs pertaining to business purposes. Mm -hmm. So I already am intentional about what I'm going to need to say and where I need to direct them. Mm -hmm. Right. So in a personal conversation, that would be, what are you comfortable with? And what are you not comfortable with? That's Mm -hmm. your boundary, right? And being clear about that in that conversation or knowing I'm going to aunt so-and-so's house and I'm going to see this person, this person. And I don't think my, my personal life or my romantic relationships Mm -hmm. or any of their freaking business, (laughs) right? So if it's not, if, if your comfort level is, it's none of their freaking business, then you're going in with the intention of knowing if they ask me about this topic, this is my I call it an exit strategy when I'm working hmm. with clients. This is my exit strategy. These are the words that I'm going to say, and this is how I'm going to approach these kinds hmm. of conversations. And what you do, like in my DMs, what I'll do is I'll say, I'm really sorry you're going through that. If you're wanting support and guidance, please use the link in my bio and, and navigate to my services. Unfortunately, I'm unable to provide you the proper level of support through the DMs because it's unfair to you mm-hmm. and it's not private and confidential. So you're not getting my undivided time and attention. And as you can see, I screenshot things out of the DMs and I often share them mm-hmm. to my story. I'm not going to ever do that when you sign a confidentiality agreement. Right. Or- 
So I don't answer their question, as you can see, because <laughs> their question and me answering it would breach my boundary. Wow. I love that. Yeah. I mean, even before it gets to that point, and that's what I'm working on too. I mean, in fact, I believe I saw like a post that you made on uh, Instagram and I actually used it where I actually, I help people with their social media stuff. And I have a friend that I helped, uh, I won't name their name, but I helped them. And then they told somebody else that, Hey, this Mm -hmm. guy's a nice guy. He's going to help you out. He'll do what you want. And so the friend told me like, Hey, I'm going to have so-and-so call you. And I'm like, cool. You know, I'm all, I'm all out to help people, you know, and that, that's where I kind of, you know, that's where I made the mistake where I'm leaving myself open. And when they person called me, they wanted to do much more than pick my brain, but they wanted a plan and how to exactly do this and explain this. And I'm thinking to myself, this is going to take like more than a phone call. They're asking me to do like a, like a job for them. And I cut it off right there. I thought about what you said in, uh, in your Instagram and I, I set the boundary right up front. I'm saying, Hey, you know, I would love to help you, but you know, I do charge. These are my rates. And there was a, there was a pause. There was a uncomfortable pause. I stopped talking. They stopped talking and then they, it registered like, okay, this guy, you know, I'm trying to, Obviously, I I think their intentions was good and pure. I'm not saying that they were bad, but I do think that they were calling to pick my brain to get information and do work, which it's going to take time for me. And time, obviously, is valuable. And so sure. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's important. Like when you're in situations like that, I'm so glad you caught it because sometimes we're in the conversation. And if you have any level of people pleasing you feel that uncomfortable, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, that silence and you immediately want to be like, but I can do that. And I've done <laughs> it. I've done it. And I can do it these days on occasion, mainly because maybe, maybe it's a way that I can help them, but mm-hmm. it will still respect my boundary. Right? right. So there's been times where people have loaded up my DM and And it's really, you know, you have to feel it out based on where you're at and how you're reading it, but Mm -hmm. I'll feel it out. And based on the energy of the post or the way they're communicating, if it doesn't feel so heavy and like, they're just looking to like complain, Mm -hmm. I'll be like, listen, I can't do it here. As I said earlier, but let me give you this like one time use link. And even though Mm -hmm. single sessions aren't normally available to the public, let Mm -hmm. me help you out. Here you go. That way they're still yeah. paying right. and still get a level of support. I know how well I support people. So more times than not, they have that one session and then they, they want to work with me more. So right. it's a win-win kind of situation, right? right? So and, and there's other ways, like in personal relationships, if you see your family, and I mean, I'm a pretty you know this. I'm a pretty <laughs> blunt person. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't that's what have, I like about you. <laughs> well, a lot, of, a lot of you, honestly, a lot of my clients are from the Midwest and I find it so funny because I'm like the opposite of, of someone who lives in the Midwest. They're pretty, you know, polite. They're like, they're similar to Southerner, you know, right. they're pretty polite and well-mannered and they're not as outspoken as me. So 
I have no issue when I'm in front of someone being completely direct and saying, mm-hmm. I- I'm not comfortable talking about that mm-hmm. and just leaving it at that and kind of walking away. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I would love to take you to every customer service desk uh, that I've had a problem with and just been like, meet my friend, Amy. She's my representative. <laughs> like, all right, Amy, do your thing. <laughs> I have, I have clients that, you know, I get a, 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 a bunch of clients who might be struggling with an affair of sorts. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you how many times when they're asking me, how do I end this? What do I say? I am, I, I'll give them an example as we're talking. I'll be like, well, you know, you can do this, this based off of what you're sharing with me. And they go, well, can you just say it for me? Right. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> can you do no. it for me? No, no I can't you post. can write it and send it to me and I'll like, uh, I'll point out where you can make some edits and make it right. clear. But I can't, could you imagine if they oh, just God. sent me to people's doors and I'm like, knock, 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 hi, I'm going to end your It's crazy. But yeah, I mean, th- that is very valuable. And I hope all the empaths and the highly sensitive people that are listening you know, it really helps. I know at first it's very, um, it's, it's very uncomfortable and it takes a couple of times. And I know for myself, I'm still working on it. I mean, the other day I had, I gave somebody my number to call me only as a client, you know, so I can talk to them, but they insisted and they called using FaceTime. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I don't know this person and they want to see me. I, I just felt uncomfortable. I mean, I answered it. I know that's small, but to me that it, it just, I don't, I don't know. I just don't want to see somebody I, I don't know that well, you know? Well, right. Well, that's where you just pick up the FaceTime on audio. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. They called on Facebook. I don't think you can decline it and they'll see that. The other person will see that you declined it. And then you'd have to call back on audio because I think if you call them, you can do either or. But this person called me on video and I'm like, okay, like that's bold. Like that is a little (laughs) bit too much. And it it triggered me. I was like and I answered the phone like um, because I was caught off guard and I just like kind of came out of the shower. My hair was kind of still wet and I'm like. And like the room was dark, so they couldn't see me. And then they're like, I can't see your face. I'm like, well, that's the point. Like, I don't, I'm not ready to talk to you in my house and uh, in a towel. Like, come on. Like, so that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And and that tells me that's like, those are red flags. And um, I keep track of that. And maybe I'm overreacting, but that's my, my empath in me. And and the uh, overreaction. I just had this conversation. I have to point it out to you. I can't help myself. (laughs) Please do. (laughs) Saying that you're uncomfortable with something and then countering your own feeling with an excuse on why you might, you shouldn't feel that way or why it's ridiculous. You feel that way. That's, that's you disrespecting yourself. That's you dismissing your own feelings. Like you have to own the fact that that would make me uncomfortable too. Now I'm a pretty comfortable person on camera as we know, but if you catch me off guard and I am just getting out of the shower, a, I'm not taking that call because I'm respecting my own boundary. Right. Right. So that's the adjustment you can make. But on the other end, you can say in the future, like I do only, I only do audio calls. 
Right. And and now you've set the tone and they know what to that right. what you subscribe to and and now you'll know if they cross that boundary, you've set it, they cross it, they're probably not mm. somebody you even want to take money from. And another thing is you want to watch out because a lot of them will flip it and say, well, I want to make sure your face matches what's on your Instagram or your Facebook. And I just want to make sure I'm not getting scammed. So I want to make I want to see your face. That was their initial um, guilt like trip. Like that's why justification on why I called you like out of the blue. I mean, they texted me. They're like, can I call you? I'm like, sure, call me. But then when I saw that phone, like the video thing. I'm like, no, I'm, I, I don't know about this. But I answered it, and their response was like, well, I want to make sure like you're a real person. And now I am a real person. You see my face matches the social media picture. So that was their – I don't think they meant anything like harm out of it, but I don't know. It's still – they. it still well, rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, that's the thing is your feelings are valid. I mean, at the end of the day, Raj, the majority of people do not mean any harm by what they're doing or saying. The majority. But uh, is there a percentage of people who know that or are trying to be malicious? Absolutely. But the Mm -hmm. bulk of people are just functioning the way they would function. And either you're going to allow it or you're not. And I think that's the the common thing that people confuse about boundaries is they, they assume everybody functions the same as them mm-hmm. and they assume what's common sense for one is common sense for all. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunately not. So you have to communicate, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and then fine tune it. You never get it fully right. Like right. you're always fine tuning it to the degree of, okay, well, now I know if I say, sure, call me, maybe I just specify, like I do this, specify audio call. <laughs> right. Well, what are you trying to hide? You know, it's like nothing. I don't want to see you see me in my house. <laughs> well, well, right. But, you know, I mean, I can understand that perspective, especially yeah. if it's someone I've had people come to me because they've had bad experiences with other people mm-hmm. and other therapists and they have a hard time trusting. Yeah. Yep. Like, can you just talk to me for free? And I said, I, I don't do that. But, yeah. and that would be an instance where I might say, here's a one-time link. I've discounted it. Why don't you schedule this and, and see, you know, you'll walk away with something either mm-hmm. way. And, but I'm not going to give you a free call just mm-hmm. to appease your comfort because yeah. I wasn't the one who caused you harm. <laughs> And and I just want to point out, I remember when you went on um, your Facebook, I think it was one of your stories, somebody wrote a nasty comment on your DM. Uh, I don't know if you posted it, but you did mention like, okay, why would this person take the time to actually type out? And it, it didn't really affect you, I can tell. But yeah. like the fact that that person wrote something negative, <laughs> I mean, before, obviously, it would bother like somebody that's starting out like, oh my gosh, this person doesn't accept me. But you were able to just be like, okay, I'm not even going to respond. Like, how does that work? Like, what goes on in your brain when you see somebody that says, okay, Amy, you're this, 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 and everyone's seeing that comment. Do you just write it off and just keep moving forward? How are you able to shut that thing in in your brain where it doesn't hurt your skin? I'm sure you've got a lot in the past. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, if you knew me like six or so years ago, when I first kind of started online, 
and, and got things like that, I was full anxiety and, Mm -hmm. and really didn't like people not liking me and, and didn't like that backlash at all. It would make me tone things down and that didn't feel good at a certain point. And I'm like, I, I can't be trying to please these people who they're not spending their money on my services or my products or anything like that. So they're not actually the people that I'm trying to speak to. Mm-hmm. So what am I doing? And it, it, it took time now, like pertaining to like Instagram. I mean, the audience just keeps getting bigger. So mm-hmm. you get to a point where you have to have clear boundaries for yourself in terms of mm-hmm. what you're going to engage in, what you're not going to engage in. And being able to know when to delete something, when to to block somebody. I'm not block happy when it comes to things. Like <laughs> I'm not on the trigger there because <laughs> I'm good. At, I'm good at communicating, so I right. have. It's a non-issue for me to see somebody that doesn't agree or doesn't like something, and right. be able to navigate that conversation in a way that's effective. Uh, but if I, if I read a comment and it's just straight hate and, and then somebody is not open to a conversation, they're just attacking me or my words mm-hmm. these days because of what I'm doing and the, the intent behind the Instagram and the content that goes on there. I just remove those comments. They get mm-hmm. deleted because they're not helpful to you guys who follow and are reading and learning because you'll scroll the comments and you see something that says something mm-hmm. negative and it plants a seed and it's harmful yeah. because I'm here to help and I'm here to teach. I'm not here to debate with people. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, 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 any type of negativity or something that attacks your character for the people that really know you, that's been with you, they know the truth. But like somebody that might be, I don't know, depressed and uh, just just has all kinds of problems or they hate themselves, they might write something in order to feel better. And um, and that ties in also to the holidays and, you know, dealing with people um, during the holiday season, during the dinners. People are going to lash out. People are going to ask you, make you feel uncomfortable. But I, I like the fact that if you prep yourself going in, knowing what your boundaries are, knowing what your limits are, and when that question is asked in, no, in any fashion, whether it's online or in person, you could just say like a canned answer, like, I'm sorry, I, I don't, I don't want to talk about that or I don't talk about that. Or, you know, for me, at least I could be like, I only do audio calls. I'm sorry. And you have to also ask, like, if they get upset and they turn it on you or they do a guilt trip, is that a person that you really want to be as a client? Or do you really want that person, whether it's some a friend or somebody that's like that you're close with, do you want them around really if they can't handle the fact that they're making you feel uncomfortable, yet they're going to turn and gaslight you and try to make it manipulative where they're like, well, you're too sensitive at that point. That's what that's what I'm, I have, uh, issues with, but then now I'm after looking at a lot of your content, I'm just like, okay, I got this. I think I got the hang of this. So you're, I really want to thank you for that and and what you do. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. You know, people who, who deflect in, in those situations, they're trying to skirt their responsibility, right? They don't, they maybe never had to be held accountable, 
mm-hmm. or and don't know how to cope with with owning what mm-hmm. they just said or did and how harmful it might be to somebody else. So they have to flip it and mm-hmm. find ways to to reject the idea that they've participated in creating that pain or that discomfort for you. Mm-hmm. Now, I I try to look at people like that as, as hopefully it doesn't come a translate wrong, <laughs> but I try to look at them like they're children, right? Mm. You know, and and if you you think in terms of maybe kids that don't behave the best in in certain scenarios, you think about mm-hmm. how they might not want to cop to something, right? Right. Like, did you do that? When I nannied, the kids I nannied never wanted to own up to right. <laughs> anything they did. Like, where where's your book bag? And it was never their fault, you know? Right. Oh, well, the teacher said this and whatever and whatever. So when you look at, at adults as adolescents, it becomes a softer thing, like in a, a softer experience in terms of, okay, they're not, they're not harmful to me unless I really allow them to. Kind of like when I nannied, my boss was always like, stop putting yourself on their level. They're mm-hmm. <laughs> like, stop arguing and getting in the mind of a child and trying to argue with them. Like you're the adult lead. Mm-hmm you're sometimes the leader, even when the person is that's in front of you is older and claiming to be wiser. Right. Very well said. So Amy, wrapping up here, I just want to uh, give you the last word. And if you can leave uh, all the listeners, the empaths, highly sensitive people uh, that are tuning in um, during this holiday season, um, a lot of us do get overstimulated. We get burnt out. What are maybe a couple things that you can leave us with that maybe we can take away from this episode and kind of apply going into, you know, December, January, New Year's, um, Christmas and 2020 and kind of putting all this pandemic behind us and kind of starting off fresh. What can you kind of leave us with? Oh, man, the pressure. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You you know, here's what I'm going to leave you with. Tighten up your self-care routine. Mm-hmm. Every day, make sure, especially in this season, it's it's winter in most parts of the country. It, it's a little colder mm-hmm. and that can deplete your energy quicker. That can dehydrate you. That can make you fatigued and all of those things. Mm-hmm. So really tighten up. Like a lot of people do this in summer because they're like, oh, I'm going to go to the beach. Everybody's going <laughs> to see me. Do it in winter. You got to do it almost <laughs> tighter in winter. Drink more water. Get more rest. Tighten up your boundaries in terms of who you're going to invest your time and energy into talking to or shooting the shit with or, or mm-hmm. you know, visiting because that takes from you. Remember, mm-hmm. where you put your time and your energy is an investment. It's either going to add to you or subtract. Right. And that goes the same for what you follow on social media that those boundaries all should be part of your self-care routine. How long am I going to spend scrolling and reading these things? And, <laughs> you know, cause it is created to be an addiction and yeah. including myself, I have to watch myself. So tighten up on that. 
make sure you're clear on your boundaries with yourself and you're clear and mindful of the boundaries with the people that you are going to be interacting with before you go interact with them, you know? And if you're not clear and you're not being mindful, then don't take that phone call right away and take Mm. a second to self-reflect and just check in and be like, okay, wait, I... (laughs) need to make sure that I don't allow myself to overstep this, this, Mm -hmm. or this, and then just call them back or Mm -hmm. answer the text after you've reflected Mm -hmm. so that, you know, you don't walk away feeling used. You don't walk away feeling depleted and you don't walk away feeling like resentful because you overgave. Mm -hmm. That's some good information. And, uh, personally I've, I mean, I've been following you, I've been using it, and I've actually um, come a long way, and that's why I kind of keep asking you back. I get so much value out of it. Amy, it, it's just a pleasure having you on this podcast, and thank you so much for being on this uh, show. Thank you so much for having me and for all your kind words. I'm so happy that my work is helping you and your listeners. Yes, and uh, keep singing in the car and eating your pickles. That just <laughs> makes my day, I swear. <laughs> I was just cracking up. I'm like, wow, like this is funny, (laughs) entertaining stuff. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, so all of you guys have a good holiday. Don't stress too much. And uh, oh, yeah, before we leave, can you just give us your uh, contact information for anyone that would like to um, reach out to you? Absolutely. So they can follow me. I'm always on Instagram at Amy, the life coach. And um, you can go to my website, which is amyfiedler.com, which you can also click straight to from Instagram, or you can email me directly, hello at amyfiedler.com. There you have it, folks. You've heard it here. Have a good uh, holiday. Stay tuned for the next episode. And uh, like always, we are out. You're listening to the On Call Impact.